Doc. If you've been here before, I appreciate you coming back again. If this is your first time, sit back, have fun, and relax. Enjoy the show. Strange Talk with Doc can be heard on most platforms. Just Google Strange Talk with Doc. You know the places, iTunes, Spotify, TalkShoe, YouTube, etc. So let's get to the show. Hey, what's going on, people? Once again, we got to start off like we always have to seem to start off, unfortunately. Dwayne Craddock, 40-year-old nut job out in Virginia Beach. He shoots 12 co-workers. Uh, he destroys families. He destroys lives. He destroyed a community because he was disgruntled. I don't know the reasons why he was let go, if he was truly let go, if he felt he was uh, wronged. But it's a very cowardice move to strike down people who are just going about their daily lives, have nothing maybe to do with you personally, nothing to do with your issues. It is so cowardice, it is so punky to fire upon people who cannot defend themselves. You're sitting in the office, the sharpest thing you got is maybe a stapler, a pen or a piece of, you know, a pencil. And somebody is buckshotting you while you sitting. All you're trying to do is make some money, take care of your family. Enough of this shit, man. It just seems to go on and on and on, and it seems to never stop. I'm I'm truly disgusted. I wish somebody had an answer. I wish there was some way that these people, when they get out of their right minds, that they would seek some kind of help. Uh, supposedly, this man went and brushed his teeth. Before he did this, which meant he had to look in the mirror. He looked in the mirror and he was fine with what he was doing or what he was about to do. He could have pulled, he could have pumped the brakes at that very instance. He could have just said, no, I'm not going to do this. I am not going to do this. I am not going to bring any harm to anybody. And, but he didn't do that. So you know, F is a huge word. It's only got two letters to it, but it's one of the biggest words that there is because F is uh, changing circumstances. It's changing what has happened. It's rewriting history, and we're not allowed to do that. History is what it is. It's set in stone. It is done. So my heart goes out to the Virginia Beach community. It goes out to these families. It goes out to these people who went through horrific I'm sure it was a moment of horror. Uh, the only thing that I could say, and I'm not trying to be insensitive, I hope that for the 12 people who did die, death came so quick that they was not allowed to really digest the situation, that it was over before it started for them. So the NBA Finals, we finally made it to the NBA Finals, people. Golden State Warriors versus Toronto Raptors. People of the North got to celebrate a huge game one victory. Uh, game two is being played tonight at 8 p.m. I'm still going with Golden State, but if Kevin Durant does not play, if Eagle Dawa is hurt, if Cousins is still uh, gimpy, uh, I reserve the right to change my mind. Uh, if Kawhi comes up lame, 
then I am definitely, no matter what, going to say Golden State will win this. But this is going to be one of those six, seven-game series. This is I said that at the beginning, that no way in the world was Toronto just going to roll over. They're just too good a team. Kawhi is too outstanding a player. They're playing some dominant basketball. Uh, if Kawhi gets help from Siakam, if he gets help from Ibaka and Lowry, then this will be a good series. I just wish some of the games were on a little earlier so that children were allowed, especially little children, eight, nine, ten-year-olds, they're going to bed nine, ten o'clock. They're seeing maybe a quarter of these games at best. When I was a kid growing up, believe it or not, the NBA Finals was on 3.30 in the afternoon, Saturdays, Sundays. They made sure that everybody had the opportunity to see it, but when you fight against cable stations and uh, cable television and such, nobody cares as much anymore. We had a UFC card yesterday, Grunterson versus Anthony uh, Lionheart Smith. It was a very good card. There was some bleeding. There was some submissions. There was some awesome knockouts. So if you haven't got a chance to see it, you can go back to ESPN+. Plus. I would say that this is worth it. You have nothing else to do. You're not going to watch the golf today. You're not going to watch baseball. I mean, hopefully the weather is great where you are. You can just, if you're not going to watch anything that you get out, that you enjoy a day of life, that you put some air in your lungs, some pressure in your lungs, you walk about, and you just enjoy yourself. Maybe just enjoy your family, a picnic, whatever, because we have now reached that point of Memorial Day, has passed. We are now into the spring fling. So enjoy life. Now, this is amazing to me. Anthony Joshua got TKO'd by Andy Ruiz Jr. Never heard of Mr. Ruiz Jr. until this morning. I didn't even watch the fight because I guess I did what Anthony Joshua did. I took Mr. Ruiz for granted. He took him for granted, and now he has his first loss of his professional career. Uh, he blew millions upon millions of dollars setting up a fight with Tyson Fury or DeAndre Wilder in Wembley Stadium. And this is what happens when you take people for granted, when you don't give them they just do. Mr. Ruiz, he looks like uh, uh, Lou Costello. But he obviously trained, he came to work, he did his job, and so we have to do nothing but tip our hats to Mr. Ruiz. Good for you. I found out something pretty amazing this week. I did not know that there's a company out there that is making bulletproof clothing. I mean, this is the day and age we live in, people. Bulletproof clothing. Bulletproof hoodies, hats, uh, backpacks. I mean, is this what we're going to have to do? Are we going to now have to walk around in Kevlar everywhere we go, church, school, supermarkets, to work? I mean, this is insane. But there's a company out there. This stuff is not cheap. You can look it up online yourself. I really don't have the addresses. I just wanted to give you the information. But if if it excites you and it seems like something that you want to do, then you uh, investigate it. You do the due diligence yourself. You know, make sure you watch some videos to see if the clothes actually stand up and do what they say they're going to do. 
they say they could stop a 5.56 millimeter round, which is a big round. That is a big rifle round. So a 22 or 38, 380 should be nothing. I mean, you should be fine with these clothing. Uh, this is Doc, and this is Strange Talk. I would love for you to like, share, subscribe, leave a comment on any one of the sites that you happen to listen to this on. I don't care what you say, how you say it. I will not ignore it. I will not delete it. I am not that type of person. I'm just interested in any kind of feedback that you may have for me. Once again, Strange Talk with Doc. Just go to Google. You will find me somewhere. iTunes, uh, Shout Cloud, Shout Engine. Uh, it does not make a difference. Spotify, uh, Anchor, Tune In. I'm all over the place. So uh, if you have a comment, like I said, I would love for you to share, comment, subscribe. Okay? AEW. Had their double or nothing pay-per-view last week. And I was pretty impressed for them to have their very first pay-per-view. Uh, they did some things on their pay-per-view that WWE would definitely, uh, Vince McMahon in particular, would lose his mind over. Dustin Rhodes, uh, Goldust, as most people would know him, he bled like a stuffed pig. I mean, he really bled out. And uh, I don't think that would be happening. Uh, this Kenny Omega bled. Uh, it, was, uh, it was a good pay-per-view. It was a very long pay-per-view. And I will tip my hat. The Japanese women who I thought were going to be very boring because their ring interest was kind of weird. But when they went to work, they went to work. So I'm going to give AEW a big thumbs up on the start of business maybe becoming a competitor. I can't wait to see what their television show is going to look like when we get to hear people do promo. Wrestling, a lot of wrestling is not just in-ring stuff. A lot of it is the promo. The promo sells the match. The promo sells the, uh, the feud. The promo sells the rivalry. The promo helps to move the story along. So, I'm very interested in seeing this. Uh, as far as I know, they're not very far away from debuting their first show, which I believe is going to be on Wednesday night. WWE has Mondays. WWE has Tuesdays. Dale will take in Wednesdays. I think uh, Triple H says something about he wants to have NXT go up against them on Wednesday. So I guess the game has begun. Time to play the game. And I'm hoping that these young men and women over at AEW are up for the game. Three members of a family in New Jersey were killed in a drunk driving crash last Sunday in Shelton, New York. This Richard Swawaski, he's 20 years old. He was arrested and he was charged with drunken driving while intoxicated and aggravated vehicular manslaughter. People, don't drink and drive. Do not drink and drive. I don't give a fuck if you feel like it's a good idea. There's no excuses. When they put those cuffs on you and you have to stand in front of a judge and you destroy lives, you cannot use any excuse in this day and age. There's Uber, there's Lyft, 
There's regular cabs that you can take. Every city has taxis. If it's worth going to that barbecue and drinking a couple of drinks, then make sure you got money in your pocket. And if you're in a big city, you don't even need money in your pocket. You can use your plastic. Park the car there. Go back the next day and get it. Don't get behind the wheel after you've been drinking. You never know what could happen. I mean, the slightest thing can cause your life to change and change forever. I watched the Game of Thrones, uh, the Last Watch documentary. And I'm going to say that that was a big, humongous, as much as I love Games of Thrones, and I thought I was going to be really into it. This really had very little to do with what I thought it was going to be. So I got a swerve here. I thought this was going to be about the characters talking. I thought it was going to be about the directors, the writers, maybe giving us some insight on the first seven years. But this was more about production, uh, about guys making snow, building buildings and things of that nature, costumes, hair. So I found it to be very boring. Uh, they showed two seconds of a table read where Kit Harrison did get uh, verklempt. He did get emotional, and you can kind of understand it. But I did not enjoy this documentary. So all things Games of Thrones is not something that you have to go gaga for. It's still the show was the show, but maybe somebody added on stuff. They, HBO and Thrones themselves should vet it. They should really look deeply into it before they release it to the masses because it's just not worth it. It was not worth my time. Right now, I'm watching a couple of shows. I am watching The Wrestler, which is a very good show. I guess first they had the dark side of wrestling. Now they have the show called The Wrestlers, where they show you independent wrestling. They show you guys who are up and coming, females who are up and coming in the business. It's like a, a look behind a curtain. Uh, it's not a show. If you like documentaries, you'll love it because it's a documentary. It's a one-hour show once a week. It's on, uh, what is the name of the station? Uh, I forget it at the, at the moment, but I'm sure it'll come back to me. I also would like to give a big thumbs up. Eminem, I didn't even, I've never heard of this song until this week. Eminem had a, a, a demo tape called Soul Intent. And the song on this demo tape that really got me was Bitophobia, Bitophobia. It was a very good song. It was like Eminem is a superhero and he's been given his power and he does not yet harness this power. And that's the way this song was. It was like, it's a very young Eminem. But you could tell that he's still developing his style, his character. He's still developing who he's going to eventually become. But he comes out of the gate and is so powerful. The music is banging. So I give a big thumbs up. I say that you should definitely, definitely check this song out. And another song you should check out is See You Fail, which is Jay Stone featuring the game. It's a very good song. It was also released this week, so I give it a big thumbs up also. Now, I, I've noticed that uh, I wish some people was here because this is a question I would love to ask. 
And the question is, what is meditation to you? If you have some feedback, please hit me up. Let me know what is meditation to you. Yes, you, the person that's listened to me, ask this question now. Now, to me, meditation is something that I do twice a day, and I've been doing it for several years now. It, it's a breathing exercise. It's to clear the mind, to clear the conscience, to get my body in tune with my mind, and to also take in as much oxygen as humanly possible. We breathe all the time, but we don't deep breathe. We don't relax and breathe enough. I know, I think that we remain uptight even during our sleep period. So it's a chance to just tell the body and the mind, let go, let go. Or you can actually meditate on a mantra. Uh, some people meditate on religious verses. Whatever makes you happy, whatever brings you peace, I say go for that. But me personally, I just focus on relaxing, letting go, moving on, resting, getting oxygen in my lungs and to other parts of my body because you could actually feel the air move throughout the body from the head to the feet. And I think that's a great thing. We had this white lady, uh, a campground manager in Mississippi. She got fired, thank God, because she deserved to be fired. A black couple comes on the property. They have their dog with them. She tells them that they don't belong there. But she doesn't do it in a human type way. She does it as though she's dealing with a bear. She approaches them with gun in hand, with gun in hand, uh, an arm unarmed couple, I think they both was armed with maybe slushies. But, you know, you see a black person, you see two black people, you see a dog. And the first thing that you have to react to them is though they're trying to bring you some form of harm. I don't know when we became this to everybody. This is some fucking phenomenon that has happened over the last couple of years. And I wish it would end because it's not going to go anywhere good. This is going to end in disaster. This is America. We all, I mean, we don't have to be friends, but we're supposed to be able to live in some kind of accord in this planet, in this country. But this young lady, uh, not a young lady, she's a, a lady, I would say 50s to 60 years old, and she should know better. I mean, she should definitely know better than to do this type of stuff. They were there to go on a picnic by the lake with their dog. She told them they didn't belong on the property. They said that they had actually went to the front gate or the front desk and, and told them that they didn't have permits, but they just wanted to check out the environment. And this lady took it to a whole, I mean, to a whole nother level that it didn't have to go to. Now, the, Virginia Beach had a shooting, but they also had a bad week because we just had Memorial Day weekend pass. And these fucking fools go down to Virginia Beach and they left 10 tons of trash after they had this event called Floatopia. The cops, I don't know where the hell the cops was. I don't know where the hell uh, the state uh, patrol officers was, beach patrol, where this amount of garbage and pictures will be posted. If you watch this via YouTube, you will see the pictures of this vile trash. It seems like everybody went there. They must have had a grand time. 
but they didn't take one drop of their garbage with them. Ten tons of trash to be left, not in cans, not in garbage bins, not in dumpsters, but on the beach as though they didn't give a fuck. I mean, we got to do better as people, as human beings to our planet, to our fellow man. We just got to be better, man. And this is is, is basically really, really sickening. It seems like it's one story after another story after another story today about some shit that is just not righteous, just not positive. And I'm sorry, but I got to talk about things that I find interesting, things that I go, why? If it was something beautiful, I would speak about something beautiful. But this week didn't give us a lot of beautiful stuff outside of my own personal life. And I'm not going to talk about what's going on with me because that's not what this is about. I might be dark and this might be strange talk, but it's not a, a open door book about everything that's going on with me because you don't give a rat's ass what's going on with me. I can dig that. So we have the Samil Somali. He's an Indian American. He's out in Auburn, Washington, and some dude pulls up in a BMW next to him and tells him to go back to his fucking country where you come from, you dumb sand nigga. So this is where we are. Once again, another story of this is where we are and this is how we treat each other. I don't know where the sense of pride is that one man gets out of telling somebody else to go home when a lot of people are not from their natural home to begin with. This is America. And if anything we know about America is a land of immigrants. That meant grandma was from somewhere. Maybe daddy was from somewhere. Maybe, I mean, it could be just that close in your family that you, you're not even third generation American. And to feel that because you have a certain skin color, that you have the right to talk to anybody of brown skin in any manner just does not make any fucking sense. Uh, I don't know if this man has been caught. I don't know if he's, uh, I mean, it's not that he committed a crime, but he should pay the consequences. Maybe he's in business with Indians and they get a chance to see who he really is and how he really talks and how he really thinks about them. And maybe he'll suffer in his business because of this bullshit racist views that he has. We had another guy, uh, Anar Gupa. He was 33 years old. He's high on K2 and PCP. And he sets himself on fire over near the White House this week. And um, not being cruel, he was burned 85% of his body. And I was actually hoping that this man suffered no more and that he would pass away. And he has indeed passed away because I couldn't imagine him going through life like this. Uh, I I don't know why the hell you would smoke some weed. Well, it's not even weed. K2 was fake weed and then lace it with PCP and think that your mind would be right. Your mind is going to be blown. Uh, I am not anti-drug. I don't give a rat's ass if another grown-up uses drugs in the comfort of their home. As long as they're not stealing, robbing, or hurting anybody to get the drugs, it really doesn't make a difference to me. But I don't want them out in the general public. I don't want them behind a, 
a wheel of a car. I don't want them uh, handling firearms. I don't want them uh, driving school buses or doing anything with the general public. But, I mean, come on, man. I didn't even know people still smoke PCP in 2019. I mean, damn. And K2, man, what about just having a beer and lighting a joint? You know what I mean? Have a beer, light a joint, relax, man. I mean, damn, now his life is lost. I mean, his family's life is changed because anybody that's related to him, there's questions that they have to ask about, oh, man, you know, did you see this coming? The family becomes semi-famous or notorious for no reason because of his actions. Now, I don't usually do this. I mean, God knows the last time that I got a chance to do this, but I'm going to tip my hat to uh, Kanye West. I guess he was talking to David Letterman this week, and he was talking about the mental health issues that he's going through, that he's bipolar, and that he feels that there's a stigma surrounding people discussing mental illness. And yes, there is. Uh I'm a black man in America, and unfortunately, in the black community, I don't know about your community, but in the black community in America, you get stigmatized for having anything mentally wrong with you. Crying is banned. Uh, it's all considered being weak. It's all considered you're a pussy. You're a coward. You're, you're to be taken advantage of because you're showing signs of weakness. So we have to pretend to be stronger than we are to the point of breaking. Now, I don't agree with his bullying and the media bullies, blah, blah, blah. You know, some of the stuff that Kanye say, you have to take with a grain of salt. But if he can shed or anybody who's African-American could put a light on the fact that mental illness also affects people of color, then I'm for that. Because this thing has been ignored way too much. We are human beings. We suffer from the same things any other nationality would suffer from. And uh, if it's not addressed, because we have a lot of people running around the hoods who are suffering from bipolar, depression, and because they are in pain, they don't mind putting other people through pain. They have no empathy. They have no sympathy. They just don't give a fuck. And you think they don't give a fuck because they don't care. It's because they're off. And they need something to help balance them out. So I'm all for people sitting down and talking to somebody. If they feel what you need to do before you space out, then do it. MGM Resorts really uh, disappointed me this weekend. When I go to Vegas, I stay at MGM uh, Resorts. I like New York, New York. I've stayed at uh, Mirage. I've, I mean, you name them, I've stayed there. Excalibur. I've stayed at a bunch of MGM properties, but they let go of uh, 1,070 people this week. I mean, this is a billion-dollar corporation, and uh, hopefully this is uh, the end wave of the uh, mass layoffs because it doesn't look good. It's almost like you're screaming to people that the slots will be tight, the drinks will be uh, weak, that we're not going to give you anything. Uh, just come spend your money because uh, I bought, uh, for the last, I don't know, seven, eight years, it could be even a little longer. I've been disgusted at the fact of the resort fees, but they're not going to go anywhere. So it's no need to me 
really complaining about something that there's not going to be anything that I can do about. Uh, I wish they would just throw it on the hotel price so it doesn't sound like you're um, paying something extra. This resort fee for uh, internet access when most of us, if, if push comes to shove and we really needed the internet, we'll just use the 4G, 5G on our phone and leave it at that. It's not like you're sitting in your room, uh, most people on their computer. You know, now there's this dude, he's the uh, Pirates broadcaster, Pittsburgh Pirates baseball broadcaster. He's ripping this Derek Dietrich. He's saying that his grandfather is probably rolling in his grave because every time Derek Dietrich hits a home run, he puts on a little bit of theatrics. Listen. Baseball is suffering. Those stands are empty. You can see the pitches. Look at ESPN. Look at um, your local sports. There's not a lot of baseball stadiums that are crowded. You know, you're going to have like Boston, New York, LA. Those type of places are always going to have good crowds because they're the top of the food chain. But when you look at the Marlins, it look like 15 people are in the stands. There's more people selling peanuts, popcorn, beer, and Franks, then they're all fans. So if the Major League Baseball players want to put on a little bit of theatrics, they want to flip a bat, fuck the old school 1930 tie cars bullshit. Let the boys play. That It wasn't that the, they spent multi-millions of dollars during the winter for an ad campaign saying let the boys play. And what do they do? They let these old antiquated rules, unwritten rules, still rule their game. I mean, Tim Anderson gets hit in the head because he flipped a bat early in the season. Now he finally gets back to playing against the team he flipped a bat against. So they have to retaliate, and it goes on, and it goes on, and it goes on, and it looks stupid. It looks stupid for Major League Baseball. Play the game. I mean, damn. When you have tight-ass countries like Japan, Korea, and they're having fun flipping bats and celebrating home runs and game-winning hits, and America is a big deal, that's a problem, man. You know what? Why would kids want to play that? I mean, you look at an NBA game, the bench, a dude does a dunk, and the bench goes ape shit, and nobody, nobody cares. Football, they score a touchdown, they're doing like fucking rockets routines. And nobody cares. It's a part of the fun. They they taking themselves too serious. Sports is still entertainment. It's a Broadway show. It's a TV show. It's a, a movie. A separate. It's an athletic event. So, I thought I was done with this clown for a while, but looks like Mr. Robert Kelly, better known as R. Kelly to everybody, has been charged with eleven additional counts of sexual abuse. It's time to get this guy on trial. But if Chicago, if you fuck it up again, you're giving this man a free pass. I mean, he uh, three times, unless he's a mob boss, I don't think you really put somebody on trial three times. It looks like you have all your eggs in a basket. And from what I know, New York is looking at two uh, federal in the Southern District and in the Northern District, but they have yet to come down with indictments. But if R. Kelly is who y'all say R. Kelly is, then let's get this shit over with. Let's not make it a circus. Let's get his ass in a courtroom. 
let him answer for what he's been charged and either he gets exonerated which I don't think that he will because I'm one of the ones who actually believe that R. Kelly is guilty of sin of what he's being charged with. Lately, the Dominican Republic, a country that I've been to a few times, I've been to Dominican Republic a few times back in the uh, late 80s, early 90s. Hello, who we got here? It's Joe. Hey, June, what's going on? What's up, man? Not much. So I have, um, like I said, I've been to the Dominican Republic a couple of times in my life. But that was, like I said, the early 80s. I mean, late 80s, early 90s. They seem to have a major problem right now with tourists being injured, beaten, killed over there. And... If you was to ask Doc now, all-exclusive trip, Dominican Republic, for two, for free, everything paid for, I would turn down a trip to the Dominican Republic because I have a major problem with how, I didn't realize it back then, but I realize it now, the way Dominicans treat people of color is a abomination. If you are dark-skinned and you go to the Dominican Republic, you're not going to be treated very well. And I don't give a fuck what nobody says. Dominicans do not treat people of color very well. The food is fucking fantastic. If you love hot beaches, they got that for you. But you know what? I've seen how they treat the Haitians up close and in person. And there's no denying they treat Haitians like they're the devil. Haitians are still black people. Matter of fact, if you want to piss a, a Dominican off, Tell them they're black. Tell the Dominican they're black and you got a problem. You know any Dominicans, June? Uh, yeah, I know some uh, you know, co-workers, but yeah, and they do act, you know, <laughs> like they're not us, you know? Yes, and, 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 and so I can't support, nor would I support a country uh that treats until they come out of the fucking stone age with that i don't know who the fuck told them that they're uh anglo whites because they're not you know but what you gonna do man what you gonna do and i see this is a story this is a story that came out of new york don't worry i have something to ask you in a minute story just Mm -hmm. came out of new york today some lady named kate an asian woman She's running a B, a Airbnb in Manhattan, in Manhattan. This ain't Alabama, people. And she yeah, got five I, people staying at this Airbnb. This brother named uh, Mursak Ceruso, or Ceruso. Mm-hmm. He's a executive chef and the owner of a restaurant in D.C. So she comes and fucks with them at two in the morning. And she asks them, which monkey's going to sleep on the couch? Because... There's only bedding for four, but five people are staying there. When the fuck did people get so comfortable attacking people of color verbally? Every chance they get, no matter, even though they know they're being taped, they know that the shit's going to go viral. It's going to hurt their business, but they don't give a fuck. And I'm, I'm hoping nobody of color books with this Kate and her Airbnb 
I wish he has to go back and get a regular fucking job in the office and a boss is a black person. Have you yeah. heard about the story? Yeah, I looked at, I, I came across it early this morning when I was looking on, you know, on the internet. Yeah. Yeah, I listened to the what she, I mean she said and think about this. This is a 110 pound woman who has no fear of saying this to a grown well actually two grown black men. I mean, yeah. it's like, I'm not saying that you should be scared, but you should be a little bit more worried about your health, thinking that you could just say anything to anybody because you never know how they're going to react. Nobody yeah. said anything. Um, nobody said anything racial to her about her Asian uh, ethnicity. I mean, so I don't even understand. Didn't then. On the same fucking storyline, some 14-year-old white girl is wearing blackface and and saying, because I guess this is a question they ask themselves. Why can't I say nigga? Why can't yeah. I say nigga? Who said I can't say nigga? I mean, we, we got a generation where this is a question. It makes no sense. That, this, that's not even a real question. Yeah. <laughs> you can't say it because we we can come up with 15 words that we can't say to other groups that are yep. not insulting. I don't see any of those other words coming off the insulting list. Why are the word niggas coming off the insulting list? Yeah. There's words for Jews, there's words for Puerto Ricans, there's words for Germans, there's words for Irish. This word for white Americans, none of them are, none of them are optional to come off the list. I have not even heard that discussion. Nope. <laughs> it's amazing. So this, this definitely, I said, if you call, then I got to ask you this question. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We know that there was gun violence just two days ago in Virginia Beach. Yeah. In Virginia Beach. The dude went and legally brought a gun. Obviously, he was a fucking lunatic coward. Uh, this Dwayne Charter. Right? And I talked right. about him earlier. But my my question for you is, because it's, it's easier to verbalize it than it is to type back and forth. What is your right. issue with guns? You have the floor. I'm not going to say a word. My issue with guns, uh, I don't have an issue with guns. I just, like the AR-15, I don't think, if you're not fighting a war, you don't need that. <laughs> because um, you know, especially if I've been in the military and we use the AR-16s you know, as a semi-automatic, right? But I know that's for, you're going to be using that when your your opponent is going to have one too, you know? So that's that's a weapon particularly designed for war, war front, whatever, you know. But AR-15 in somebody, a civilian's hands, he has the advantage over everybody, you know. <laughs> the police, the people that need to protect themselves, and I don't know, you know. If, if everybody don't have an AR-15, I don't think nobody should have one. I have uh I have no problem 
with that argument, uh, that viewpoint. Uh, I was lucky enough to uh, actually purchase one when they were still legal. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, the the magazines are not what they was because now they limit your magazine to thirty. So you okay. gotta you gotta have like you gotta make sure you got like uh, three magazines loaded, you know, like on deck. Yeah, and it's not it's not that's not a weapon that I ever want to use because I know that the damage that's gonna cause is gonna is is gonna be uh, outrageous. But I don't believe in twenty twos either, so. Right. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't carry nor own a twenty two. I think that might be actually uh say you shoot somebody with a twenty two and you don't kill them, they they now they more angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh me personally, I uh I think that we've come to the point, and I hate to say this, man, but I gotta say it how it, it's meant to be said. We've come to the point where maybe not five years, maybe not ten years, but there's going to eventually be a massive amount of bloodshed on this soil. And yeah. it's going to come down to, it's going to come down not to politics, it's going to come down to color. And the only black people that's going to have to be armed can't just be gangsters. It's right. got to right. be working civilians because here's the deal. Their trash, their working folk, their normal folk, their country folk, if they can own, they all own weapons. So first yeah. of all, they got they have numbers on us. Then second of all, they outarm us because they know to be prepared. It's a part for some of them, it's a part of their culture to own weaponry so that's the only thing that i ever like i wouldn't even say take offense but i get up in arms about because i know that there's going to come a day where we're going to need to be able to fight and if we can't put up a fight for more than three days then we'll be conquered i mean just pull out the fucking chains and open up the plantations again you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, I mean, they make it hard enough in certain places. Do I think that it's ridiculous that a place like New York, that a guy goes to work, he goes to school, he goes to church, he ain't never committed a crime, that he can't own a weapon? I think that's ridiculous. But do most New Yorkers do their math? No. Because you could still own rifles. It's every citizen of the United States legal right who's not a felon to own a rifle. You can go at any time you want to Edelman's in Long Island and buy a fucking Moshberg. Because the thing is, they know that you can't walk around in the summertime with a Moshberg hidden. Right. <laughs> it's, hand, it's handguns they don't want you to own. Because that, yeah. that they give you that gives you a chance to be on a train at three in the morning and four motherfuckers roll up on you, you could end that situation. So yeah. you, 
you you now need somebody I don't want in my life at all. The police. You know? Yeah. Because nobody said nowhere in that amendment do they give you the right to conceal a weapon. They give you the right to own a weapon. There's a difference between being able to conceal it and own it. That's why you need a license to conceal it. Mm-hmm. But to own it in your own, I mean, think about it. If they, the cops come by somebody's house, they're going to ask, are there any weapons in this home if you live in that kind of city? The cops have been to my house, not because I was in a crime, but I, I needed an ambulance once. And mm-hmm. for some reason, they showed up with them. And they don't even ask, see, down here, they don't even ask, are there any weapons in the house? Because they're going to, they're going to assume that there are weapons in the house. And if you didn't commit a crime, there's no need for me to ask. Shit, in New York, they could be asking for your cousin who don't even live there. And if they're at your door, they'd be like, any weapons in this house? Mm-hmm. You know, I've been stopped in my car. They don't ask me, are there any weapons in this car? Because it's not, it's not a question you ask because of the environment. Now, if you get stopped in a car in New York, they're going to say, hey, you got any weapons in this car? Any drugs in this car? You know, not. I don't just want your registration and license. I want to know that you ain't got no weapons in this car, especially if, if he's a bigoted racist cop or, you know, the worst cop. The worst cop is the black cop looking at a black kid. No cop is worse than that. I mean, we all seen, uh, well, what was, what was the name of that movie? Uh, Boys in the Hood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't think that cop exists. That cop exists in every fucking neighborhood he always has. Yeah. Matter of fact, I think that guy died not too long ago. Yeah, he died not too long ago. Yeah, the actor. He died not too long ago. But yeah, man, I was I was just going through story after story after story today of racist shit. This was a very bad week, Memorial Day week, for people spouting off, pulling guns, acting stupid towards people of color. I mean, I'm hoping for a much better week next week. I like to talk about some fun shit like just basketball and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. How, how's the weather in New York City right now? It's, it's pretty. It's about seventy. Oh, average of seventy. That's not bad. Uh, that's a, yeah. That's not a bad yeah, way to end after Memorial Day. Yeah, yeah, I got man, like a little heat wave down there, right? A little, man. It's been like ninety <laughs> days, and we got like eighty nines and nineties coming. So we we have got weather. That should be like July weather before yeah. June actually came. So it, it's it's smoking, man. I am now, I'm officially in shorts and I have to have my AC turned on in the car. So my auto starter, you know, I got to start the car before I even leave the crib just to cool it down. If not, yeah. it's, I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I mean, I don't even understand. I see some people who do this down here and I feel bad for them. They need to take a loan out. They need to sell some shit, something. Mm-hmm. Uh, a car with no AC is pure D hell, especially in North Carolina. 
I mean, I don't even understand. I don't ride with my windows down. I don't ride with them down in the summer and I don't ride with them down in the winter because first of all, the summer, you ain't getting a good enough breeze to cool down. In the winter, you need the heat. So my windows never roll down. The only time I ever roll them down is maybe if I stop somewhere. But I look at people with their windows down, I'd be like, damn, man. Is the gas price kicking your ass that much? You can't afford to turn on the AC? Uh, <laughs> you know, turn on the damn AC in the car. Breathe. Two things I don't understand. Roll down windows and people smoking in cars. Yeah. Why the fuck would you want to smoke inside a car? You know, as a person who used to smoke... I, I even I don't understand that one. Not in the car. You know what? Park the fucking car. Stand on the side of the road and smoke. Don't put that shit in the cloth or the leather and the car and you can't get it out. Nah. I like the car to smell good. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So Golden State lost the first game. What are you thinking about this series right now? Uh well, I think they probably was kind of a little rusty. And maybe I'm not sure if they actually need Kevin Durant back. But I think the Raptors beat them twice, right, during this regular season? Yes, they did. Maybe they maybe matchup wise, <laughs> you know, Raptors is, you know, a good match for them. But I, I still think that um Warriors gonna win though, eventually. Yeah, you know, I got the Warriors in six or seven myself, but but if Kawhi Lay becomes a problem, then definitely Golden State wins the series. But yeah, yeah. But Golden State needs Iguodala to be able to play some. I mean, it would be a hell of a think about this: if they if they win the series with no Iguodala, no Cousins, and no Durant then damn, what hope does the other teams in the league have? Yeah. <laughs> yep. You know? Really, what hope do the other teams in the league have? That 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 that's a pretty rough one right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Mark Gasol. You know, he's pretty he's a he's a veteran, so he's pretty he's doing pretty good for the Raptors right now. Because he, he yeah, that, the the plays that need to be made at the time they need to be made. He well, listen, because yeah, see, Alcom, I believe I'm saying that right. They both had outstanding yeah. games. They mm-hmm. had outstanding games. I don't know. I don't know if they'll be able to uh, do that again. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I don't know about that. Hey man, I got one for you. I had told the people before, but. Eminem has a demo tape. He has a song okay. called Bitophobia. Bitophobia. Check that song out, June. Mm-hmm. This is early. Like I said, it's his demo. It's like okay. Eminem is, is sitting there with an AK-47 for a tongue, and he can't control it. So the bullets are mm-hmm. going everywhere. But it's fun to listen to him. Because this is before you could see that he developed who he's going to be. Mm-hmm. That's what's great about demo tapes. You you listen to these guys, because I'm sure Jay-Z didn't develop his style 
fully until later on down the line. Nobody right. comes out of the gate. I bet you KRS didn't sound like the teacher on his first his first recording. Right. You yeah. know, maybe even Rock Kim wasn't Rock Kim until he got to where you know, like, oh shit, there it is. That's who I am, right there. It takes yeah. a minute to develop that in music. So you you got any big plans, or are you just taking it easy for the rest of the weekend? Yeah, just taking it easy for the rest of the weekend. Uh, the 18th of June, that's my birthday, so that weekend I'll be, you know, pampering myself or whatever. <laughs> but, Ain't yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I'm just coming off a wedding anniversary and uh, what do you call this, uh, Memorial Days. Uh, actually, uh, my big thing right now is I've been waiting two weeks for me and the wife's new glasses. Can't wait to pick them up. There's nothing wrong with my glasses, but it was just time to get a new pair. So, yeah, mm -hmm. that's 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 my big. I mean, other than that, I'm I'm taking it easy, man. It's uh entirely too hot to really do anything. Uh, there is a pool right here, but I don't go in pools with other people, man. I don't trust <laughs> yeah. body fluids, and uh, I don't know who's decides to take a piss while they swimming because I think people still piss in pools. I don't give a fuck yeah. what nobody says. You know, they go, you know what, I'm I'm a little chubby and I'm lazy. Oh, the bathroom's over there. No, uh, let me just nobody's going to see it. Let me just lay, ease it out right here. So, you know, yeah. I don't do I don't do uh, joint pools. I stay away from stuff like that. But thank God for Central Air. Cause I don't know yeah. what I'll be doing, you know. So that's a good thing. Uh, I'm trying to think about uh, coming to New York in August. Uh, that's kind of my goal, uh, which would be about a two year since the last time I came, which was 2017. We seen each other when I came. Yeah, yeah. And I still appreciate that because you were one yeah. of the few people who I actually had the pleasure of linking up with when I came to town. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. You know, everybody said they were going to link with me. You're the only one who did, you and Troy and my brother. So yeah. that was a good mm -hmm. thing. I'm sure if I come to town this time, I'll probably run into Netboy. I'll probably make it my business. I get a car and go up there. You know, okay. I try to come to town this time during the weekend. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah, we want to come up there for my wife's birthday. Oh, okay. I mean, mm -hmm. just to chill out for a minute, eat some food, and bring this stuff there in New York that I can't get here. And it's a great opportunity to be able to bring stuff home. Yeah, you still got to look for You still got to get the hot sauce from up there? Oh, well, you know what? Netboy actually hooked me up. He didn't even know it. The store downstairs from his building had the hot sauce. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know I've been asking people online for seven years for this fucking hot sauce? Seven years I've been asking people online. Like I, yeah. I made a post. I made a post today, and I put it on my Facebook. I'm convinced that nine out of ten people that are your Facebook friends have mm -hmm. your post turned off. They have your post turned off. There is no way mm -hmm. that some of the shit that people post should be ignored. 
say a person posts, I'm in the hospital. I'm having mm. brain surgery in two days. And then nobody even sends their well wishes. That means people yeah. not even seeing them. They're not even seeing the post. Yeah. It's not that they that insensitive, but most people, what they do is they either, uh, because Facebook allows you to, uh, what do you do? Uh, shut you down for 30 days or some shit like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So as soon as they see something that they don't like, they press that button, shut them down for 30 days. So I don't have to deal with the person. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I think nine out of 10 people, because what I don't understand is why do people bother friending you to ignore you? Yeah. What, what is the purpose? That one I don't understand. Why even bother? I don't, I don't need, I don't need a, a number on Facebook. Shit. Yeah. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get numbers for strange talk, but get yeah. Facebook. You know what? I want people to listen to my podcast. They hit. It's easy to hear me talk than to read my typing. Right. Well, June, my brother, man, I am starving. I'm going to sit down. I want to eat lunch and get to my day. I appreciate yeah. you calling in. Unless you got something that you want to discuss, I'm going to get out of here. Yeah, no, I'll let you get out of there. <laughs> No, no, if you have something that's on your mind, man, this is the perfect opportunity. This is the perfect place for it. Yeah, I didn't have anything. I, I didn't bring, any, bring anything, you know, specifically. I was just, you know, chiming in. Okay. Well, like I always say, man, I appreciate you calling in. I really do. Yeah, man. Okay. You have yeah. a great rest of the day, bro. You too, you too man. Thank you. And I'm going to tell you people, like I tell you each and every time, peace to you and peace to yours. I am out. All right, peace.